Welcome to the Wealth Ecology Podcast, Week 45, 2016. It was a good week for the SA economy, even if that didn't reflect on the stock exchange. The dropping of the charges against Gordon instantly reflected in the exchange rate, though. Why the disparity? Stock exchanges are more inclined to move downward on political risk and are slow to recover, not necessarily reacting to good news. Slow drifting up of the value of stocks is dependent on the fundamentals of the market, things like better business confidence, more direct investments, better productivity, a stable labour market, price of the commodities, and the global economic climate. There is a far stronger correlation between our stock exchange and the stock exchange mistakes than with our exchange rate. Last week we showed the world that we aren't a banana republic and will not stand for the hijacking of the state by a small interest group. Before you celebrate and think that this on-again, off-again political erosion of your hard-earned pension funds is going away, remember that it is likely that new charges are going to be brought against Gordon soon. Thank goodness the US election will be over by this time next week, and all we can do is hope like hell that orange is not going to be the new black. The impact on the American stock markets if Trump prevails is likely to be significant and will impact us. If you're about to put a lump sum tranche into an investment, wait a week, keep the money in money market until the outcome of that US election is settled. Populism isn't going away, and while Bernie Sanders would have been a much stronger opponent against Trump, any politician that ignores a trend will come short. Trump is not a populist. He is an opportunist taking advantage of the discontent expressed by populists, but that doesn't make him any less dangerous. Populists are finding their feet, and like the EFF, usually start off in the extreme and then find a more moderate level. When democracy has come to mean a winner-takes-all by career politicians, who just take it in terms of the trust, there has to be a better way. Populism is trying to find a way, and it is uncomfortable and messy, like the Brexit vote was. The exchange rate continues to be a bright spot in the economy at the moment. The Rand dollar ended Friday on 13.58, Rand pound on 16.98, and the Rand euro on 1513. These levels are back at pre nemigate It is interesting that the UK public is now squealing about the petrol price increase as a result of pound depreciation. We've been there, done that, grown out of the t-shirt, and recycled it into a lucky. The R186, the 10-year government bond, the important indicator of risk in the economy, has dropped nicely in the last week, dropping from 8.9% to 8.7%, and the trend is still down, testing 8.65% during the week. It needs to get back to 8.5% to be at pre-manigate levels. Oil continues to slide, as many expected, because OPEC can't sing off the same song sheet anymore. They all know that cutting production is the only way they're going to get a price increase, but everyone thinks there should be an exception. Iran needs to catch up after years of sanctions, and Nigeria because of the civil war, and on it goes. There is another major OPEC meeting this month that's supposed to seal the production cut deal, but it looks like it is dead before it even begins. I have two topics this week. Firstly, there's seven weeks to the new year. Before you get caught up in the silly season, start thinking about how to act prosperous to your new year. Look at unnecessary expenses that might need a month's notice. Bloated medical aid plans, unused loyalty programs, club subscriptions, excessive bank fees, etc. How and what are you going to upskill next year? Do you need to apply now? 
you still have a couple of weeks to push your vitality status to gold for the next year. The second topic is lifestyle versus income-producing assets. All assets are not created equal. Lifestyle assets are things like residences and cars. They're required for day-to-day -day life, but they're just an expense. There are lifestyle assets that are not even necessary and are just a dead asset, most notably holiday homes that don't seriously pay for themselves. Sweat the assets is an old business school adage that still holds true today. Make the capital tied up in an asset grow or replace it with something else that does. Change out holiday home for rental property in a high demand area. Uber is going to saturate, get in before it does, and sweat your second or third car, so-called asset. That's all for me for this week. Have a good one.